Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast, the podcast intended to provide you with brief, important, big picture ideas and concepts in the realm of human anatomy and physiology. I am your host, Gilda Harris, and I'm a professor at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you are made aware of all the newest content that I create. Without further ado, let's get on to the next episode. Today's episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast will cover the second half of protein synthesis, which is translation, and that is the process of converting mRNA to protein. This episode is a continuation from episode 10. Please refer to that episode before listening to this to refresh yourself about transcribing DNA to mRNA. mRNA is transcribed from DNA in the nucleus of a cell. This mRNA then leaves the nucleus and travels to a ribosome to be translated into the final protein. Pay attention to the wording. The DNA is transcribed to RNA and then RNA is translated to make a protein. So our mRNA has arrived at a ribosome. Now before we can begin talking about translating mRNA into proteins, we must recall the structure of proteins. As discussed in episode number 8, proteins are made up of hundreds or thousands of small compounds called amino acids bound together in long chains. There are 20 different amino acids. With that being said, let's talk about translation. The mRNA arrives at a ribosome and a small subunit of the ribosome binds to the mRNA at the start codon. A codon is a three-letter sequence of the mRNA. Every codon codes for a specific amino acid. The start codon that the ribosomal subunit looks for is usually the sequence AUG. Once the start codon AUG is found, a different compound called tRNA arrives carrying the amino acid needed for that codon. AUG codes for the amino acid called methionine. tRNA brings methionine over and puts it in place to start the protein. Then the ribosomal subunit moves to the next three-letter codon and reads that. A different tRNA then brings that amino acid and it forms a peptide bond with the first amino acid. This process of reading a codon and a tRNA bringing the correct amino acid continues on down the line of mRNA letters until it reaches a stop codon. The stop codon tells the ribosome to stop translation and you've now produced your final polypeptide chain. This polypeptide chain then undergoes some final processing and eventually you end up with your protein. The protein can then stay in the cytosol or leave the cell entirely and go elsewhere. We have gone from DNA to RNA, from RNA to protein transcription to translation to final product we did it but what if something goes wrong along the way there is a lot of ongoing study about the impact of transcription and translation errors that can occur in the human being while nothing is definitive it seems that errors in either transcription and translation can lead to detrimental consequences 
As we discussed in episode 10, DNA is transcribed to mRNA. There is potential for numerous errors to occur in this complicated process. The wrong nitrogenous base can be inserted. Imagine that instead of cytosine being placed, an adenine is inserted. Would this lead to a noticeable issue in life? What if it occurred multiple times? Would the cumulative effect be detrimental? We don't know for sure, but there are studies being done on easier to study organisms that show that these errors may add up over our lifespan. We also discussed in transcription process that nonsensical introns are being removed during the final mRNA processing. What if they weren't removed? What would happen? These are things to consider. What issues can you think about with translation? Translation begins at the start codon, which usually starts with AUG. But what if the stop codon is erroneously transcribed? The process of translation wouldn't stop where it should, and the polypeptide chain could continue to grow to abnormal lengths. Would this be fixed in post-processing? What if it wasn't? You could have an accumulation of useless, broken proteins or synthesized, dangerous proteins. Again, research is looking at these things and hopefully more will be known in the future. But consider this. Even if we knew for sure that errors in transcription and translation could be detrimental, what could we even do about it? Our bodies aren't perfect. It is almost a guarantee that in your lifetime you'll encounter at least some errors in both transcription and translation. It's always good to keep asking questions and doing your own research. Thank you for listening to the conclusion of our exciting journey from DNA to protein. Please feel free to follow, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends in order to ensure that the future episodes can keep reaching you. On to episode 12.